and welcome to another edition of Health Solutions with Sean and Janet Needham, where Team Needham discusses everything healthcare. I am your host, along with my wonderful wife, Janet, and producer, Lindsay. And today we are streaming, as always, AM 1470 KBSN, Moses Lake, and on my personal Facebook page and the Moses Lake Professional Pharmacy YouTube site. Today we will have... Dr. Chris Murphy from New Edge Wellness join us at 1.30. Until then, we're going to discuss a little bit about hospital pricing. We've got a couple callers that are going to call in a little bit later. Um, let me give you a little update on my son's hospital pricing. So I finally did receive an itemized bill. I've uh, been working on that for about three weeks now. I finally did receive one after the third call. Not sure what happened there, but um, let me just reiterate this. Um, people, if you get a hospital bill, and this this is not, it doesn't matter whether it's on your insurance or whether you're paying out of pocket, get an itemized bill, okay? Sometimes there's double billing on there. Sometimes there's things that are ridiculously priced on there. Um, always get an itemized bill. And if we just wash our hands of it and think, well, our insurance will pay for it, we'll never fix these systems, okay? We have to see what we're getting billed for. So I had a couple of questions before I had an itemized bill, and it was about the x-ray. And the x-ray was $424, and then I received a bill for $50 from, from another imaging company. I clarified, I guess, although the dates of service are different, so I need to clarify more, that the $50 was the reading fee, and the $424 was the x-ray fee. Well, just to let you know, I can drive to Tri-Cities and get a six-position x-ray for $59. Digital x-ray for $59. The reading fee is included in the doctor's visit. I think the reading fee should be included in the doctor's visit, especially if they're an orthopedic surgeon. They can tell if it's a broken bone or not. Um, there should not be an extra charge for a reading fee. What the hospitals or clinics will tell you is like, well, insurance usually covers the reading fee. That's why we pay. The, that's why we bill the reading fee. No, you're not understanding. That doesn't mean it's fair. That doesn't mean you should. I don't have insurance. I've got something better. I'm going to pay you today. So, don't accept that. Um, here's something I was just looking over the itemized bill. You guys are going to love this one. This is not a lie. Um, you might think it, it is, but. My son, when he was in the hospital, which was almost some, over a month ago now, when he broke his leg, they gave him some Tylenol. $306 for Tylenol. Yes, you heard that right. Something I can buy for a few dollars over the counter. The hospital charged $306 for Tylenol. Obviously, I'm going to be questioning that charge. Another charge I'll be questioning, pulse oximeter. You know, the fancy machine they put on your finger that's really, really fancy. And they charge $206. Remember, that's a reusable machine. Just for the check, they charge $206. I'm sure their reasoning is going to be, well, that's what insurance pays. Well, they actually don't. They bill the insurance that. They may or may not pay it at all. If they do pay, they pay at a completely reduced price. That's all I'm trying to do. I'm trying to negotiate the price. Insurance companies negotiate prices. There's no reason I shouldn't. This Pulse Ox, for a one-time Pulse Ox, $206. This is a machine I can buy over the counter and check it over and over and over again for $34. That is a ridiculous charge. That's what I'll be questioning. So I'm going to go through the entire bill, and I'm going to be questioning it all, just as all of you should. 
Um, Janet, do you have any comments about the hospital bill? Well, first of all, when we um, access any care, whether it's in the clinic or in the hospital, I think due diligence, whether we have insurance or we're doing a sharing ministry, is, is part of what every consumer should be doing. Um, because I don't think it's fair for any insurance company to pay for something that you had no access to or no service for, or if it's a double charge. Um, it's that simple. I mean, we do that when we access a hotel. We make sure that the, the um, charges are what we access. Did we go to the lounge and eat and have a, a meal um, at the, the restaurant? Um, did we have something at room service? If we didn't, we're going to say something to um, the lady at the front desk or the gentleman at the front desk and say, this wasn't something that I... Uh, purchased. So I, I think we have a stigma that, um, or we just feel like somebody else is being our advocate at, at that time and moment when we've had a, a procedure or a hospital stay. But it's really important that we do look at it because it could be somebody else's charge or that charge, uh, like one of the um, items, the Tylenol, even if it was a liquid Tylenol, a one-time dose shouldn't be $300 for something that is an over-the-counter product. So um, my suggestion to everybody out there is whether we go to the clinic, whether we have a procedure, or whether we're at the hospital, that we actually look at the bills. If they're not itemized, ask for them. Ask them what that dollar amount means. They should be able to do that. Um, Dr. Harder, the dentist we had on last Monday from Moses Lake Family Dentistry, before he even performs a procedure, his staff prints out um, an estimate and you agree to it before the procedure is even implemented or done. It's that easy. So other healthcare entities have been able to do this and they've been doing it for years. So um, it's not outrageous for us as a consumer to ask for accountability and transparency. So, Travis, uh, in the future, you, um, I okay. I feel like um, most consumers, um, as we get I'm more sorry, savvy and we have um, more Travis, tools Travis, in front of us, okay. we will um, use those uh, tools to uh, compare prices. Um, and if you're not sure, there's other companies like we've compared our son's prices to the Oklahoma Surgery Center, and also. We've also looked at prices from a Pacific Center, um, um, Surgical Center in Longview, who had prices on their website that we could just access and look up. That is correct. And we do have a caller on the line. Caller, can you hear us? Hello, Trampas, can you hear us? Hello, can you hear us? Caller, can you hear us? Okay, we will try to get him. We will try to get him back on the line. Sounds like we can't get him in. Um, we'll try to uh, get him back on. Yeah, that is correct. I mean, there are options, and I think one thing that we need to um, understand is that healthcare prices are shoppable, and we do have options. And Janet talked about the Pacific Surgery Center over in Longview. Let's realize this is that remember. Um, a lot of these hospitals during COVID, this is give us, give us a great example. A lot of these hospitals during COVID, they were 
very, very slow. All, most of their, all of their elective procedures were pretty much canceled. What does that tell you? That tells me that if those procedures are elective, then that means we can price shop for them. So that's a perfect example. So we should be able to um, um, price shop for, for those procedures. So, and, you, and I did look at what it would cost to fix a broken leg at the Surgery Center of Oklahoma, and it was $6,375 plus hardware, which should have been no more than $2,000. And um, we have gotten a bill for over $45,000. So that's why we're, we're definitely looking into it. So, um, Janet, what else do you have about um, some more um, concerns about healthcare pricing? Well, I think one of the concerns I have is most consumers, whether it is elective or it, it happens in our son's situation, we're afraid to ask the questions. Um, we sometimes will ask and we don't get an answer. Um, Sean had to make several phone calls. And also the person that was answering the question was not informed or didn't have access to the information. So ask for somebody like a supervisor. Ask for someone who can assist you better. I mean, there are other options. Um, one of one of our past experiences was with my own health care. Um, we've went through our local facility twice, and the second time was the last time because we've price shopped. And I was able to find a facility that gave great service for um, a much cheaper price that was affordable and it's out there. So don't be afraid to look. Um, I understand sometimes we do have to have our doctor make a referral, but it's pretty easy. It's not a hard um, thing to do. And a lot of times doctors try to work within their clinics because that helps their facility. But maybe that... um, doctor that's outside or that procedure that's outside the clinic or that facility could be just as good if not the more price effective um and we found um at least for me with procedures that the cost and the service was very high quality and we were very happy with it so um don't be afraid to ask um, for referrals and, and ask for other options. A lot of times we just take the first thing that's given to us, especially with elective. There's there's places outside of our community that are drivable that might be much more affordable. So don't let transportation or the unknown be a fear for you. Don't be afraid to look around and ask your doctor if there's other people in the community or outside, you know, in Moses Lake, we have Tri-Cities. We also have areas in, on, on the coast, Spokane. Um, so, you know, don't be limited. And that could be anything from your eye procedures to gastroenterology to skin to even a repair. Um, so, you know, don't be afraid to ask those questions about who else offers a service and, and ask for a referral. Sometimes, too, just planning ahead, maybe uh, talk to your insurance company and ask for people outside of the area that would be um, able to um, do the procedure and, and ask what the procedure would cost. Um, you know, don't don't just take, um, he's in the loop and that's the only person you can see. And I think that conversation could be with your local provider as well as doing research yourself. So... Um, Let's let's be informed consumers. 
And being informed might be that we have to do some research for our family member. You know, um, my mom in the past has had to have knee replacements, and so um, that might be something that you want to research. There's places that might be able to do it better, cheaper, and, and uh, more effective. Yeah, well, as Janet says, I mean, it is it is up to us as consumers. Um, healthcare is no different than any other service, and it is it is shoppable. So, you know, make sure you do your deal diligence, and it's negotiable too. Um, realize that your insurance company doesn't pay those full prices. So, when you no insurance company does, so they completely overbill so they can capture all the charges and then insurance companies they're lucky if they get 50 percent of 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 what they of what they charge so um well usually medicaid is 30 cents on the dollar so um you know if that gives you any indication as to what insurance companies will bargain down Hello and welcome back to Health Solutions with Sean and Janet Needham. Uh, we're talking about healthcare hospital pricing and we have a caller on the line. We are trying to get them get them in. Our caller is Nathan and you're, you're calling from Moses Lake. Tell us, I think you have a story about a broken leg. Tell us about that story. I do. Uh, last March, um, I was uh, down in Lake Havasu, Arizona and I uh, had an accident on a jet ski. I broke my tibia. Uh, just a few inches above my ankle, and uh, I have broken five or six, seven bones in my whole life. I've kind of been through the ringer on how doctor visits go and what what they do to you and kind of how the pricing goes. So on the way to the doctor's office, uh, we actually stopped at Goodwill, and I bought a set of crutches because I didn't want to pay $500 for a pair of $25 crutches. So uh, once we got to the hospital, um, they had me fill up the paperwork, and I asked them what uh, what it was going to cost. Uh, you know what, what procedures I need to get done in order for them to tell if my leg was actually truly broken. And they said that they didn't know, uh, and I thought that was really surprising. So I once I filled my paperwork out, they brought me back, and they started doing their exam. You know, checking my my blood pressure, seeing if I had a temperature. You know, the the normal stuff that usually happens. And I explained the situation and how I how I wrecked the jet ski, and uh, and I told them uh, point blank. I said, "Hey, listen, I don't have health insurance, uh, you know, so I don't. I would rather you guys do just what you need to do to tell me what's wrong with me and get me on my way." So the first thing they do is they try to they try to bring out a, a neck brace, and which I didn't complain about any neck pain whatsoever. And then they wanted to give me a CAT scan, and then they wanted to do all these other things. And before, when they when they offered all these things to me, I asked them, how much is that going to cost? How much is that going to cost? Because I'm paying out of pocket. Right. You know, and I, so I know exactly what was going to what was going to happen. You know, when you go to Walmart or anywhere else, you there's a price tag on something before you buy it, so you know what you want to buy. You know. And this is the second time I've broken my leg, so I, I kind of understand. I kind of understood what was going to happen. So but you, I, I was, I was in fear that something, some ligaments, you know, with it being so close to my, my foot, you know, I didn't know if I had, because I had broken it in half. So I didn't know, you know, I had stretched any tendons or ligaments or broken any other bones, you know. So, uh, and they couldn't tell me. They couldn't tell me a single 
a single price. They said that um, they don't know and they'd have to call. I can't remember exactly what they called it, but they'd have to check later on and see what the prices were going to be afterwards. And I thought that was just, I thought that was crazy. I think I agree with that statement, Nathan, because it's not the first time somebody's had a broken leg, and especially um, since that's a common occurrence that comes through a hospital, and orthopedics see that all the time, and the ER sees that all the time. It's not the first break they've seen, so there should be something that they can give you an estimate for, because just like the dentist, before he does the procedure, he knows how much um, the procedure's going to cost. They should know how much it costs to repair a broken leg. So, and one yeah, thing, it, yes, for sure, and one thing I was told by the hospital, it's like, well, we have all of our charges online. So, I went online to go to those charges, and it, it's, as you can imagine, extremely complicated, and nowhere did I find a price for a broken tibia. And here's the thing, they don't give you the price for one thing, because the whole, they, they keep adding on other charges. It's not like, you know, even when you go get your oil change in a car, it's, you know, forty nine ninety nine, right? But they check your wiper fluid. They don't check they don't charge you for that. They check your tires, whatever. Well at a hospital, they charge you that forty nine ninety nine, but then they charge you for every everything else. And so there's really no way to, to navigate their system to find out what it's gonna cost for a broken leg. Now, but there are surgery centers that do. Surgery Center of Oklahoma, they post their prices online. And when it says broken tibia, $6,375, that's what you pay. X-rays included, anesthesia included, um, doctor's visits included, the surgery included. So, And that's how it should be. So what were you going to say, Nathan? Well, um, I don't actually remember now. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but, no, it's okay. So they, they send me back to X-rays, and, um, and I ask them again, you know, how much are X-rays? And you would think that... You would think that they know how many how, how many dollars it costs to get four x-rays done of the lower portion of your leg. I mean, I'm sure they've done thousands and thousands and thousands of them before, so I thought it was really insane that they they didn't have a they didn't have a single dollar amount. It so is, they, they yeah. wanted to bring out a uh, they wanted to bring out an air cast, and I said, no, I'm not going to get an air cast from you. I can get it off of Amazon for a quarter of the price. And not to mention, I've had a broken bone before. I can't start wearing I can't start wearing a brace until the swelling goes down anyway. Right. So it's just like they were, it was like a used car salesman. They were trying to upsell me on every single trying to get me to buy the extended warranty and the gap insurance and all this <laughs> other all this other stuff. And I was like, stop! I I just want you to tell me if my leg's broken or not, and if it's worse than what I thought it was, and then send me on my way, please. Well, but that, that's a good point, though, Nathan, because kudos to you for saying no, because realize you can say no. We were offered physical therapy in the hospital, and, of course, my son is in excellent shape and does his own physical therapy all the time and works out and stuff, so we refuse physical therapy. I don't think a lot of people realize they can do that. So I see people, you know, or like you say, the crutches. I, I, you know, if you do buy crutches at the hospital, they shouldn't be more than 25 bucks. You know, I mean, make sure that you look at those prices. Yes, Nathan. Yeah, and unfortunately, healthcare has become big business. You know. Yeah, oh, for sure it has, and but it is consumer driven. Right, but it is consumer driven, which means that we as consumers need to be educated and empowered to control our own healthcare and our own healthcare costs. Right, I, I, I absolutely agree. And the story gets even kind of crazier. So after everything is said and done. They tell me, well, uh, if you pay in full today, um, we'll cut your bill in half because you're self-paid with cash. 
And I thought that was a bit crazy because, well, they couldn't tell me a single price before I got a before I got the procedure done. Right. How, how am I supposed to be paying for something that I don't know that you don't even know about? Right. Well, so he, they, they funnel me out into the lobby and they give me a bill. It was uh, close to thirteen hundred dollars. And I said, okay, you know, here's my card, and I and I paid it. Well, a few months later, I get a bill in the mail for. It was $3,700, almost 4000 bucks. So I called him up, and of course I was a bit, you know, sideswiped. I, I couldn't believe that I was getting a bill for that much money. And uh, uh, they said, well, what you paid was an estimated cost of what, of what uh, we thought you were going to have to pay. And I was like, geez, if I would have taken my car to a mechanic and they would have charged me three times what they estimated me for, they, that car mechanic wouldn't be in business very much longer, would they? You know? Yeah, that, that's totally true. Um, and what would the mechanic do? If you called and you complained to the mechanic and said, well, you know, my price was supposed to be this and it, and it ended up being this, what would the mechanic do? Immediately they would probably say, oh, well, yeah, you're right. Let's give you the price that we quoted you. I mean, it, it's right. just, it's, it's insanity. And I appreciate people like yourself calling in and being um, having the courage to to question first of all and to talk about these things because the only way it's going to get fixed Nathan is as consumers we are educated and empowered and that's why we have a radio show so we can educate and, and um, empower consumers about these things so I appreciate your call right. Nathan thanks for calling in thank you guys uh-huh. alright bye bye yeah that's a great story um um, and and not the thing is, is it's not a very rare story. This is a very very common occurrence. So, um, and really, the only way we can fix these things is to educate educate ourselves, be empowered, and and um, question. Um, make sure that you question all your bills. Um, you know, and and if those people are upset about those bills being questioned, then you got to kind of wonder where they're coming from. Um, you know, do they have something to hide? Um, are you exposing them and they're worried about that? Um, healthcare doesn't have to be expensive. Um, healthcare can be very affordable, but we have to do what we can to make it affordable, and that includes shopping around. So, it looks like we have uh, we we do have our guest coming in um, um, shortly. Uh, we have another caller, I believe. Until we get him in, let me introduce him. Um, his name is Dr. Chris Murphy. He's a chiropractor from Kennewick and an awesome one at that. He is with New Age Wellness. And um, he has a book called Five Foundations of, of Healthy People. And he is going to talk a little bit about that. He's also got a podcast. And if you guys aren't familiar with, with chiropractors, um, they can be a, an incredible source of, of health and wellness, not just fixing problems, but preventing problems. So um, that's, that's, what, that's, what, uh, that's what he does. And he's going to tell us about this shortly. We're going to get him on the line here shortly. Let me see if I can get him in here. So, um, Dr. Murphy is located in Tar-Cities. His clinic is called New Age Wellness Center. And the book is on Amazon that he has written called The Five Foundations of Remarkably Healthy People. Dr. Chris, can you hear us? Yes. All right. So, tell us about, tell us about The Five Foundations of Healthy People. Absolutely. So, you know, really created the, the Five Foundations of Healthy People. I didn't create the, the idea 
but really just a way to organize it, right, so that people can understand it better. Because these principles around those five foundations have been around for ages, since the beginning of time. And our goal really is to just make sure that people understand that. We talk first about the foundation, the core principle, uh, which has to do with function, has to do with the nervous system, communicating, healing, repairing, like as opposed to it 100%. Uh, the next thing we look at, too, is uh, food, right? Making sure that we're getting the right nutrients in our bodies and that we're not starving ourselves of those essential nutrients. Uh, the third one we look at is also uh, fitness, which is making sure we're getting the right activity levels for the specific goals we have. So I know you're a big biker, so it's like, you know, you want might be focusing on one area of your life where someone else might need something that's more specific to them. And then we also look at what we call filter, which has to do with keeping toxins out of our body. You know, are we putting unknown toxins in our body that's creating huge issues and creating disease in our body? And then the fifth one is freedom. You know, making sure that we have freedom in our spiritual life, our, our finances, our relationships, just allowing those stressors in our life to not be stressors, but to look at how we can turn those into positive things in our life. And that's really the, the 30,000 foot view of, of really what the, those five foundations are all about. So is there, uh, is there any order to them or any order of importance at all? Well, you know, when we look at things, we look at those five foundations and say, okay, some of these impact, they all impact your health, but only one of those truly controls your health. And so when you think about, okay, what's more important, the ones that impact your health or the one that controls your health, the answer would be what, Sean? Um, <laughs> you put me on the spot. Well, I, I would, know, right? I would think the I would think the one that um, yeah, I don't know. I don't. The you one. tell me. Yeah, no, you're right. The one, the one that controls your health, right? That's yeah. most important. So that has to do with function, making sure your nervous system is functioning, healing, repairing, communicating like it's supposed to, because every single tissue, every cell, every organ in our body is controlled from our brain down through our spinal cord, right, to, out to every single nerve, out to every single one of those cells. So we don't need to make sure those things are working properly and optimally so that as you introduce those other things that impact your health, like the food, the nutrition, the, the exercise, the, the minimizing toxins, those things can actually do what they're supposed to for the body. Your body can then work inter- uninterrupted. Because the, the most amazing doctor in the world is not located in some, you know, big metropolitan area. It's actually right inside of us. Right? We have the most amazing healing power inside of us. It's just getting those things to work and have no interference to that. So, yeah, if we had to pick one, that is the foundation to your health. And once you start to get that foundation rebuilt, then all those other things really start to fall into place. That's a extremely good point. I know when we are working with our clients in our pharmacy, we always talk about um, how stress can be the number one thing that needs to be addressed before we balance anything. So um, if your if um, body isn't getting the messages from the tissue to the brain and through our nervous system and that isn't in line, then nothing else is really going to to match up very well over time. Exactly. So you, you also have a, a podcast, is, is, is that correct, Dr. Chris? Yeah, so we do what's called Happy Healthy Hormones with Dr. Chris. And so take a little break. We haven't tried recording a new episode for a couple months now, but so we're going to start recording here. I got one that I actually just recorded a while ago that we're going to be releasing back on there. Uh, but that is all about getting deeper into those five foundations. So it's easy to say, okay, eat better food. But you might say, well, what 
type of foods should I be eating right now? Right? Maybe I have specific things going on in my life. Maybe there's certain foods I can't eat, and, and maybe there's certain types of supplements that I want to be taking, but which ones are the best? Which one's going to give me the biggest bang for my buck, right? Is, do I just take the shotgun approach to my food and my nutrition? So we, you know, we dive into certain aspects of those things. I had different guests on there as well. Uh, I mean, we hit on all aspects of holistic health and healing. Uh, so it's really just giving people different tools and ideas towards optimal health and, and towards that holistic being because at the end of the day, there's a lot of different options out there that are holistic and natural, but sometimes our body just needs certain things that won't, might work for one person but won't work for the other person. Now, with that said, all principles of health and healing work for everyone, no matter what, right? Like these are just principles that have been ingrained in, in our DNA from the creation of man. But what happens is, is we get specific interferences that create issues. So when we look at that, we got to say, okay, what do we really need to focus on the most? Uh, where, where can we, what can work better for one person versus another person? And then start to customize those things for those people. So we just hit on all kinds of aspects and topics on that show. That's wonderful. And I, I think one thing is, is that it is hard sometimes. I think sometimes we take it for granted when you talk about what to eat. You know, we talk about nutrition and how important it is. But I think you're right is that it's it's individual to everybody. And so some people don't know what they really need. So it's good that there's a practitioner like you that can do that. Well, we definitely try. You know, there's there's so many different aspects. Like one of, the, one of my favorite guests I had on our show was actually a psychologist who was also trained to be a hypnotherapist, right? And so she's not a psychologist that is going towards drugs and the medication for her patients. No, she's looking at the whole body connection, and one of the ways that she helps unlock those things is with hypnosis. And some people might think, well, hey, hypnosis, that's, you know, quackery, that's, that's ridiculous. Like, am I going to end up, you know, clucking like a chicken until a, a bell rings? <laughs> and at the end of the day, you know, some things might seem out there because they're outside of our paradigm or outside of what we think we know, but at the end of the day, if it works, it works. Uh, hey, I'm with you 100%, and I'll tell patients that all the time. If it works and it doesn't harm you, I don't care what kind of science or lack of science there is behind it. I say by all means, do it. Absolutely. Well, well I think one of the things, too, working um, in healthcare we've learned over the years is that even the, the pyramid that we see, the recommended daily allowances, don't fit everybody. And so... Today, when we have all these different diets out there, the paleo, the carnivore, the keto, um, and, and on and on it goes, what somebody's body needs might be totally different from their spouse or their child or, you know, whatever pre-existing things that are happening. So giving tools to help them along the path, I think, is really important because one size doesn't fit all. Yeah, and that brings us to a good transition. Chris, hold your thought right there, and we're going to go to a break. Hello, and welcome back to the third hour, I'm sorry, the third segment of Health Solutions with Sean and Janet Needham. If you missed us, we've been talking to Dr. Chris Murphy from New Edge Wellness out of Kennewick. He's a chiropractor. Chris, are you still on the line with us? Yes, sir. All right. So let's go ahead and keep talking about health and wellness. Why don't we talk a little bit about how long have you been a chiropractor, where did you go to school, and what does a chiropractor do? Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, actually, 
went to well, here's the deal. I've been a chiropractor now for about 10 years, and when we look at chiropractic, it is something that most people don't really realize. That they go to school just as long as a medical doctor does for their schooling. But where we diverge is where we actually go towards holistic practices and things like the adjustment and health and wellness versus the medical doctor goes towards more medications and surgeries, right? Nothing wrong with that. So it's, hey, different focuses. And so, uh, you know, I'm, I'm more known as a wellness expert, but chiropractic is part of my formal training for sure. You know, I actually grew up in Royal City, so not very far away from where you guys are at. And then I actually ended up going to Central Washington University where, you know, we, I played in, in collegiate sports, but I was actually training to go into dental school. And through a life series of events, I actually ended up working for uh, some chiropractors in Ellen where I was going to school and discovered that, you know what, this is actually the path I wanted to go instead. And so I moved down there, started chiropractic school down, it's called Life West University, which is down in the, the California, San Francisco Bay Area. Went down there, moved up here to the Tri-Cities about, you know, about nine, ten years ago, somewhere in there, and uh, been doing it ever since. And so really the purpose of what chiropractic is, is there's really two different types of chiropractors, if you want to generalize. There's really one that are more pain-based, which is you go in there, you get adjusted, Maybe you feel better, maybe you don't. You go back where you feel like you need it again. Nothing wrong with that. But really, it's, it's just the, the patch pain. And then the other form is what are called corrective care chiropractors. So ones that are really trying to get the cause, trying to get stability to the problem so you get long-lasting changes. Unfortunately, there's a much smaller percentage of those types of chiropractors because it just takes more time. It takes more effort. It takes more training. And uh, that's really what we focus on in our office is really getting that corrective care to people so that we can start to get as much change, stability, so that you just don't feel better. That's not our goal. Like in our practice, our goal is to not get people to get people feeling better. It's to get them to have a great quality of life for the long haul, right? Because pain is always going to be present in life from one degree to another, whether it's emotional pain or whether it's physical pain. You know, we're going to work ourselves harder in the garden this summer. We're going to tweak something. We're going to try to keep up with our younger kids and, and maybe injure something. Pain happens. We might lose a family member. That's emotional pain. Those things happen. So to try to think we can avoid pain our whole lives is pretty crazy to think about. And we need actually pain to some degree to make sure that we're keeping ourselves safe to a certain degree so we're not doing things that are too crazy and to help us grow and get better in our lives. And so our goal, though, is we know that if you don't have function physically, chemically, and emotionally, like as close to 100% as possible, then your quality of life it's going to be directly going in the other direction. And so that's what we really focus on is focusing on function, quality of life, and uh, pain going away. Well, that just happens to be a side effect, right? So it's a good kind of side effect to have. Absolutely, and I, I love that. I, you know, uh, And really, I like that what you say about pain is that pain is necessary. It, it is good for us to monitor ourselves to know that we're not going too far. And, you know, whether it be acute or, you know, even chronic pain, I think um, it can be a reminder of, of how we need to take, take better care of ourselves. So um, tell us a little bit about how a chiropractor would um, look at a chronic pain situation. You know, so everyone is different. We have to look at different things. So obviously we talk about how we want to look at and understand each person and look and understand what's happening in your individual life. So... We've got to start with the foundation. So the first thing we got to look at is, okay, how is your nervous system looking? Where, 
in there? Do you have damage that is contributing to what's going on? Or is there some other issue that's maybe not structural and neurological? Maybe it's actually chemical. Right? Maybe it's actually emotional. You'd be amazed at how many people have chronic issues in their life, not because of a physical issue. Maybe it's manifested that over time, but it's actually because of emotional things that are going on in their life for long periods of time. I always tell people stress and spurts is okay. It's good for us, right? Like if you're going camping this summer and you start getting chased by a bear, you want those stress responses and hormones to kick in so you can run away from that bear. Where it becomes a problem is when it becomes a chronic issue. That stress becomes day in and day out. So really as a chiropractor, we look at the three different types of stress that there are. There's physical stress. So you think of that like maybe past injuries, car accidents, sporting injuries, slips and falls. Maybe you're always at the computer at your desk in that hunched over position. you got the text neck going on. Or maybe there's the chemical stress. So these are things like the foods we put in our body, the, the personal products we put on our body, the environment that we're surrounding ourselves with. And then the third thing we look at is the emotional stress too. So are there relationships in your life, right? If you are watching or on Facebook all the time or social media, there's a huge form of stress. If you're watching the news right now, huge form of stress. So we just got to look at those things and say, okay, where's the stressor coming from? It's the foundation to your nervous system that heals all those things and allows you to adapt to those stresses working properly. Start there. We do uh, what are called motion study x-rays in our office so we can actually take you through a range of motion to see if there is that neurological component, structural component going on. And then from there, we can look at other aspects of your health and wellness too. So that's an excellent point. You know, my mind is racing here. When we look at chronic illnesses in our country, um, there's a lot of things that we as um, individuals can address if we are looking at those stressors. Would you say that? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, that's so huge. When we can identify where the stressors are in our own lives, that's where the real magic happens. Because, for instance, I could adjust you every day, twice a day, for 365 days a year, but if you have a stressor that is greater than the force and the healing that I put inside, like, it doesn't matter. I, you could adjust forever and nothing would happen. You could really identify, okay, where is the stressor coming from in our life? Can we use something to control it? We can? Okay, let's do something about it. Right? We can't do anything to control it? Okay, we'll stop stressing about it. Well, let's move on our lives, right? Well, it's all, we talk about it all the time on this radio show and um, in our podcast. And it's, it's basically fixing the problem, not just treating symptoms. Is that correct? Yeah, and exactly. I mean, it's a basic foundation. That's what we do. Is it's like we're doctors of cause, finding cause, uh, not doctors of symptoms. Which, you know, unfortunately, in our medical model today, we're really good at, at treating symptoms, but we really fall short when it comes to preventing disease and sickness. Well, and so that's what we really want to put our focus is. So, what's the cause of this? Is it really? Is it really that? lack of Lipitor you have in your body that's creating the cholesterol issue, or is it really because you're just not eating the right food and you have a chronic issue that's raising your inflammation levels and your cortisol levels, and now your cholesterol is high because it's trying to heal that chronic injury that you're always dealing with? That's an excellent point you're bringing up, Dr. Murphy, because one of the things that we see in our practice a lot of times is, you know, they get prescribed high blood pressure or statin for their um, blood pressure or their cholesterol. But how to handle that 
with their exercise diet or what the cause of what was happening is usually not addressed. It's just a short visit. They're, you know, in and out. Here's the prescription. Go do this. And I feel like there's a whole lot more to this picture that patients can be empowered to change in their life, um, whether it be identify that physical or mental or emotional or even just simply with diet and exercise. And so that's wonderful that you can take the time to actually, you know, where where is the problem starting at? Where where can we address it and have somebody give them some um, uh direction to go in to help resolve some of those things because i i don't feel like we've changed the outcome in the last 30 years since i've been in school heart disease is still the number one killer of of most americans and a lot of them don't even have high cholesterol so there's a lot more underneath that than just a prescription absolutely you know it's it's a great point you bring up there because when we look at really what's happening in our in our medical system it, a lot of times, it's, it's, to get ourselves truly healthy, it's usually a lot simpler than we think it is. Right. But at the same time, it can be really complex in the fact that a lot of times it's a, the turning point between us overcoming the system, the chronic thing in our lives, is a lot of times taking the time to really just look in the mirror and saying, okay, what, what is it that I really need to do? I need to take ownership of my health. It's really easy to say, okay, it's not my fault. What can I do? Take this medication. What can I do? What's the quick fix? But really, you're not ever going to get yourself truly healthy unless you take a time to reflect, look in the mirror, and say, okay, where am I really letting myself down? Right? Am, I, am I really not putting the time into exercise? Have I really made up a bunch of excuses why I shouldn't be eating McDonald's every single day? And once you can make that transition, then you can make the, the flip because now you can start to create new habits in your life. So oftentimes, I see the people that are struggling with the chronic issues or struggling because they have those chronic habits. Right. And those chronic habits are what manifest into these chronic symptoms. And now sometimes, it's not everybody, sometimes people just typically don't know what to do. They typically need some answers. Like a lot of us know that McDonald's is bad and Sal is good, uh, but there's some other things that people have just never been taught. They're a product of their environment. Their right. parents have the same bad habits. Their family, everything they've been focusing around, they need to break out of that paradigm. So they need a, a, a way to propel themselves out into getting that new habit, but a lot of times it's a lot simpler. It's just, hey, making that change, following these simple principles, and your body has no choice but to get better. Not always on our time frame, though, right? right. Sometimes it's been developing over decades, so we can't expect that to be turned around or just a matter of days, weeks, or even months, but it will change. Yeah, I love that. And by the way, I love your, I love your um, comment about Lipitor deficiency because we use that quite often on this radio show. Is that when people have high cholesterol, they don't, you know, have a Lipitor deficiency. <laughs> yeah. So I love that. All right, Dr. Chris, uh, we're going to wind down here. You've got two minutes to give us your parting words and how people get a hold of you. Yeah, so you know, a great way to get a hold of us is you can go to thedrchris.com. So it's the and then dr and then C-H-R-I-S, thedrchris.com. That's where we have, like, our podcast. You can access to that. iTunes, Stitcher, um, you can get access to all those things there. Uh, if, you, if you're in the area and you want to come interact to our clinic and maybe have a consult with me one-on-one and you can come to our office, and that website is newedge, like E-D-G-E, newedgewellness.com. Check us out there. But I also work remotely with a lot of people. So we do functional medicine in our office, too. So we do things from 
gut health testing, uh, to also toxicity testing, and actually walk people through game plans with that as well. So a lot of times, you don't even have to be one-on-one -on -one with me. We can literally be in the comfort of each other's homes separately and, and being able to connect and understand what's going on, do things virtually, remotely. And that's where I want to help people all over the country is doing those things as well. I love that. So, so what is, if, if there's one thing that you could tell a patient to do um, t today um, in one minute, what would that be to, to overall impact their health? Yeah, overall impact. I think the biggest thing is just take action. The biggest thief of our health is procrastination. You know, some of you listening right now might be guilty of that. You know, maybe, like maybe have two hands up so you're procrastinating so much. Just take action. And when you look at, okay, where, where I need to take action at is go to someone that has the same values and principles as you and has what you want. Like if you want to be a healthy individual, you say at least you need to go to someone that at least looks the part, right? It looks like they're at least walking the walk because uh, you're never going to get better from taking financial advice from a foreman, right? It doesn't work, right? So you need to make sure you're <laughs> right, right. following someone that's doing what you want to be. And, you know, look at some simple tools. If you could do one simple thing, is get your nervous system checked, number one. Like, that's the foundation. Make sure that's at least working well uh, so that at least you have that foundation. So then whatever else you're doing, again, it can start to work like it's supposed to. So, you know, if you, have, if you need resources, maybe you – now, that's something I have to – we have to be physically in the same room to be able to figure right. that out. So, you know, if your listeners are from far away, they just need someone that's close that can maybe do that for them. Uh, they can feel free to reach out to my office and clinic where you try to find someone that's closer to them. Awesome. Our office number is 509-737-9355 uh, or 737-WELL, W-E-L-L. Sounds so we good. Always, All right. I don't care if people are getting help here or somewhere. They just need to get help and do something different. Get Absolutely. Out of the medical system. Absolutely. Love having you on the radio show. We could talk all day. We'll have you back on. Thanks, Chris.